0: R.C. Top 3, a weekly podcast of the top three stories from Regnum Christie. Another Easy Summer Reading List by Holly Gustafson I'm an avid reader, and I've always got several books on the go that can range anywhere from the newest fiction release to an academic book on language that has more pages dedicated to footnotes, biographies, and appendices than actual content. But during the summer, I purposefully lean towards lighter reads, books that I can stick in a tote and read on the beach and can easily pick up and put down throughout a busy day. This summer, I'm focusing on books with good stories that are told in engaging and even gripping ways. Here's what I'll be reading or rereading. The Greatest Story Ever Told by Fulton Arsler The storm was gathering its darkness now. The air of the black Sirocco was getting murkier by the minute, with a rack of clouds and a dark floating vapor scudding across the sky. This, they began to fear, was no ordinary storm. Obviously, the best place to go to read the life of Jesus is the Gospels themselves, but Fulton Arsler's The Greatest Story Ever Told is a great place to go next. Arsler fills the events of the Gospel with detail and description, and the narrative reads like the achingly beautiful, harrowing, and heartbreaking story that Christ's life truly was. For once upon a time, and long ago, it actually happened, says Arsler in his introduction, and the book brings the true events of the gospel to vivid life. The Hiding Place by Cory Ten Boom From the doorway a searchlight swept the room, lingering on blocks where anything stirred. Someone's elbow dug into my back, Another woman's feet were two inches from my face. How was it possible, packed so close, to be so utterly and miserably alone? Corrie ten Boom and her simple family of watchmakers were responsible for hiding and aiding the escape of many of their Jewish neighbors in their town of Harlem, Netherlands, before they were caught and sent to the Ravensburg concentration camp in Germany. The hiding place is the telling of her story which, although full of brutality and loss, is ultimately infused with triumphant hope and joy. In this house of Breed, by Rumor Goddin. You have left your cigarettes, said the barman. I don't want them. Giving up smoking? Yes, said Philippa and went out into the night. Philippa Talbot was a successful businesswoman with a rising career trajectory, and she gives it all up to join an order of cloistered Benedictine nuns in the Abbey of Breed, in Sussex, in the south of England, but not before downing three double whiskies at the bar down the street before she goes in. That's as far as I've got so far, and I can't wait to read the rest. (music) Welcoming the Sacred Heart. Weekly Message for 6-8-2021. From Fire and Thorns, a Retreat Guide on the Sacred Heart of Jesus, by Father John Bartunek, L.C. Dear fellow digital pilgrim, Pax Christi. In the year 1932, the entire world was in an upheaval. Europe was still desperately trying to recover from the First World War. Revolutions and uprisings were exploding in South and Central America and parts of Asia. Famine was devastating Joseph Stalin's Communist Soviet Union. A bloody civil war had just ended in Mexico, and one was soon to begin in Spain. Japan annexed Manchuria and was threatening the balance of power in the Eastern Pacific. Mussolini was in power in Italy. Adolf Hitler was advancing to power in Germany. And the stubborn Worldwide Great Depression was continuing to devastate the international economy. That year, Pope Pius XI wrote an encyclical entitled Caritate Christi Compulsi, or, in English, Constrained by the Charity of Christ. In this letter, the Pope interpreted the signs of the times, And he described the world's situation as more dire than in any period since Noah's flood. He wrote Anyone who considers carefully the prolonged and bitter series of sufferings, the unhappy heritage of sin, whereby, as by so many stages, we mark the course of fallen man in this mortal pilgrimage, can hardly find any occasion since the flood, when the race of man was so deeply and so commonly tried by so many and such great distresses of body and of mind as those which we lament to see in the present troubles. Caritate Christi Compulsi number two. And what was the Pope's proposed solution to this cataclysmic situation? Did he call for political action, economic reform, and shrewd diplomacy? No. Not just those kind of things. Instead, he went right to the heart of the matter, to Jesus's sacred heart, in fact. In that encyclical, he called on Catholics throughout the world to return in prayer and penance to that symbol and source of all saving grace. He assured the suffering multitudes that the divine heart of Jesus cannot but be moved at the prayers and sacrifices of his church, and he will finally say to his spouse, weeping at her feet under the weight of so many griefs and woes, Great is thy faith, be it done to thee as thou wilt. Ebidem number 34. We have all seen pictures and sculptures of the sacred heart of Jesus, not all of which are exactly artistic masterpieces, Some of us may have even consecrated ourselves or our families to the Sacred Heart. And yet, I think it's safe to say that most of us, here in the 21st century, feel that we don't fully understand either the beauty and the power of this devotion, or how to effectively plug it into our daily lives. Why is this devotion so central, so unique, so irreplaceably important for us and for the whole Church? In biblical terms, the heart is the hidden center of the person. And so... If we really want to get to know someone, they have to open up their heart to us. If they don't, we may get to know things about them, but we will never really get to know them. And now, here is the amazing thing. God Himself, the Creator of the universe, infinitely wise and powerful, has opened His heart to us. This is the very basis of devotion to the Sacred Heart. While we were still sinners, still rebelling against God's plan for our lives, He took on human nature through the incarnation of the eternal Word in Jesus Christ, and He revealed His heart, the very center of His divine person, the very core of His identity. What does this mean? It means that God wants to be known by us. He wants to enter into relation with us. He doesn't stay aloof and distant. He comes to us. He opens Himself up to us, inviting us to get to know Him. Let's take this week to embrace this truth and accept this invitation from the God who loves us. Yours sincerely in Christ, Father John Bartunik, LC. DMU celebrates its 20th graduating class with big plans for the future. Divine Mercy University, DMU, celebrated its 20th graduation mass and commencement exercises with an in-person and live-stream ceremony on May 7, 2021 at Christ the Redeemer Catholic Church in Sterling, Virginia, awarding 89 master's and 10 doctoral degrees to graduates from the Institute for the Psychological Sciences, IPS, and the School of Counseling, and 46 certificates to graduates of the Spiritual Direction Certificate Program. Ite Misa Est. The welcoming message from Father Charles Sikorsky, L.C., president of dmu to the graduating class of 2021 was one of commission the students embark now not just on a career but on a mission of collaboration to bring hope and healing into a world in which their work has become even more critical and necessary in english at the end of the mass we say go in peace the mass is ended but the latin is ite misa est go you've been sent said father sikorsky We have been sent, and our life is much more than just a job. It's a vocation, it's a calling, and it's an opportunity to serve with the Lord. Micheline Fredenberg, the founder and CEO of Life Perspectives, an organization which provides reproductive loss care training, received the honorary doctorate this year. Life Perspectives provides training and resources to help hospitals, medical professionals, therapists, social workers, pregnancy centers, and community and faith leaders to offer hope, healing, and non-judgmental care to those experiencing reproductive grief and loss. In the past year alone, Life Perspectives has helped over 73,000 men and women and has trained over 2,100 community leaders and healthcare professionals. Fredenberg is also the author and editor of several books and resources on reproductive loss, including Changed, Making Sense of Your Own or a Loved One's Abortion, Hope After Loss, and Grief and Abortion, Creating a Safe Place to Heal. Besides writing numerous articles and appearing on over 100 radio and television programs, in May 2010, Fredenberg presented reproductive grief care training to DMU staff, faculty, students, and alumni. As the 2021 commencement speaker, Fredenberg shared the journey that created the desire in her to seek to create healing spaces for those experiencing reproductive grief of any kind. As a young ballroom dancer at the age of 18, Fredenberg chose to terminate a pregnancy that she felt threatened her career. The consequences of this decision were devastating to Fredenberg and radically changed her life from that moment. With the help of professionals and trusted friends, she was able to grieve her choice and ultimately find peace, but her own experience opened her eyes to the similar pain and silent suffering of those around her. As I began to share my story in the hope of breaking this pervasive silence, men and women shared their stories with me, said Fredenberg. They taught me how to communicate with passion and empathy. They taught me how to listen. They showed me the depth of their shame and taught me how to create a safe place for them to tell their story, a place where their loss could be acknowledged, where they could begin to grieve, where they could be assured that their children would not be forgotten. For Fredenberg, to glimpse into the private pain of another, And to be trusted with such a deeply personal and stigmatized experience is a privilege these are truly sacred moments said fredenberg to the graduating students of dmu honor them each year the distinguished alumni award goes to a graduate who has made significant contributions to society and whose accomplishments affiliation and career have honored the legacy of dmu in the areas of professional achievement leadership service and faithful advancement of its mission and vision. This year, the Distinguished Alumni Award was presented to Dr. Gregory Gisla, who completed his doctorate at IPS in May of 2014. Dr. Gisla is currently the Director of Emergency Psychiatric Response and Patient Access at the Sutter Center for Psychiatry in Sacramento, California. He also has an outpatient private practice providing individual and couples therapy, and specializes in working with severe mental illness and suicide assessment. To the graduating class of 2021, Dr. Gisla offered these words of advice. So what can I offer you that may be of some help as you each begin your career in this fantastic field? First and foremost, stay close to God. You won't be successful in this field without Him. If you try to take on human suffering alone, you'll get buried in all the pain and you'll lose sight of the hope and redemption guaranteed through His resurrection. Trust that He will give you what you need to be successful in this vocation. And this is a vocation for which the need has become more and more critical. Perhaps more than ever, people today have a need to be heard, to be understood, and most of all, to be loved, said Father Sikorsky to the DMU graduating class. Your studies and training have positioned you uniquely to do just that and there can be no doubt about the collective, individual, and vital impact that you will have upon your communities, upon the culture, and upon the world. Looking with hope to the future As DMU celebrates the successes of the past years with its 20th graduating class, it looks toward the future with several new tracks in a wide variety of fields of study, including Marriage and Family Studies, which aims to help those interested in marriage and family ministry and care, Leadership Psychology, To offer students a solid education in transformational leadership to equip them to make a difference in the organizations in which they work. Human service counseling, to help individuals gain more applied and hands-on training in interpersonal relating, group counseling, and addictions work. And a pre-PhD program, to assure foundational training in the areas of psychological research and writing for those moving toward doctoral studies. The new tracks were not selected at random. Last fall, surveys were sent out to current students, as well as alumni and other individuals interested in DMU programming, requesting feedback on their needs and interests. The choice of tracks is mostly a reflection of interest indicated in these surveys, as well as needs that we have observed over the years through advising and mentoring students on their capstone projects, says Dr. Julia Clausy, Program Director and Associate Professor at DMU. These new concentrations will help students get more specific training for their areas of work and ministry and broaden the impact of the Master of Science in Psychology degree by reaching individuals who need more specific training and might not have considered DMU for their education without these concentrations. These new offerings, which will be available for the fall semester, are just another example of how DMU takes the needs of its students and graduates to heart and embodies its approach to psychology as one that prioritizes the human person. Having the Catholic Christian view of the person as a starting point to the study of psychology adds incredible depth and richness to the understanding of the person and their thoughts, emotions, and behaviors, says Dr. Clausey. Seeing each individual as created with innate dignity and called to flourishing is essential for any work with people. The 2021 graduates embark on their unique mission to accompany those who are suffering, to be present to those in need, and to share the insights regarding the human person with everyone they encounter. For more information about the degree programs at Divine Mercy University, contact 703-416-8300 or visit www.divinemercy.edu. For more resources, visit www.regnumchristi.org or download the Regnum Christi English app today.